Hello and welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and we're so glad that you're here. We use our mojo to really become greater leaders. Now, let's get started by listening to something good. Oh, I feel good. I knew that. I have to share with everybody what a fantastic experience that I've had recently with the Coeur d'Alene Resort located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. What a great place this is. I want to recommend uh, to all of you that you either take your significant other there for a wonderful trip, uh, just like Cindy and I did, uh, or even better, take your team uh, Take them to the resort, do a conference there. It will be the great uh, experience for all involved. And make sure you play golf on their great golf course. You'll never have better service in all your life. I highly encourage it. The Coeur d'Alene Resort in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Thanks for joining me today, and today I wanted to talk about a topic that I'm seeing an awful lot, uh, at least play out in different businesses, and it, uh, I think it's very appropriate for us to talk about it, and that is, uh, is it ever a t an appropriate time for us to micromanage others? Uh, you know, micromanagement is one of those things that I, I frankly think that people understand, uh, misunderstand. Uh, they kind of know what it is, but here's what the way they describe micromanagement. Uh, it, it's a person that has excessive control or attention to details. And in the uh, case where it really just goes completely out of control, then micromanagement can make a person really be uh, a complete and total jerk. And none of us want to be a complete and total jerk, but the, the simple fact is uh, in, in business, there are appropriate times for a manager uh, or a leader to micromanage what's actually happening with their team or their company. And I think it's important for us to understand what those, uh, those things are. What, what would cause that and why would it be caused uh, for a, a cause, if you will, for us to micromanage? So uh, let me just propose a, a question to you. Uh, what happens uh, if you're the manager, the leader of your team, uh, and you have an entire team of people that are really laid back? They, they wait for people to tell them what to do. Uh, they, they don't really have a, a lot of uh, aggressive proactivity. They're, they're looking for others to kind of tell them things that need to be done. And what do you do if it's beginning to affect the result for not only the company, but also the customer? Uh, my key question for you is, do you let them fail? Do you let the team fail by ignoring the fact that they need direction? And what I've discovered is that 
a, a good manager, a good leader is not going to let their team fail. You see, what's really creeping into this is complacency. People see that uh, they, they themselves don't really affect uh, the outcome properly. And so what they do is that they run from the responsibility and they become complacent. And they figure that, okay, it, somebody will get it done. But what if there is no somebody other than them? What are you going to do? Let me ask you another few things. What happens if you're in a time crunch? What, what if you have to get it right and you have to get it right now? Are you just going to sit back and do nothing whenever you know what needs to be done? What if you're having a new process that's got to be implemented in order for the company to make money? What if your team's losing money and now if you implement this new process, you're going to make money? Are you going to do it quickly or are you going to sit back and wait and be complacent and hope they'll learn it? Or are you going to devise a plan, a strategy that are go that's going to get the job done? Another situation, what if your results for the, uh, that are needed in a specific project or team are specific? I'll give you a great one. Uh, when we sent uh, people to the moon, if the, the people actually calculating how much fuel was going to be needed to get there and back miscalculated at all, guess what? We have people that die. So the simple fact is there are many cases, even in regular business, where if we don't get the specific results done, then what we may do is we may lose a key customer. We may lose a key relationship that was actually paying for a lot of salaries and that we're doing a lot of good. So you simply cannot say that there's never a time for a person to micromanage what's going on with a team so that specific results get done. One of my favorite uh, coaches, I've talked about him a lot, is Nick Saban of the Alabama Crimson Tide. And th the thing I love about Nick is that uh, to the outside world, I promise you it looks like uh, he's a micromanager because uh, he's constantly complaining that his team's not doing this or not doing that and they're winning every game. And what he's really fighting is this disease of complacency. And I happen to believe that, in the, especially in the United States, complacency is an incredibly onerous and common uh, plight of people. Uh, we have it really, really well in the United States. We have good jobs, we have good companies, we have uh, good relationships. And so, I mean, it's kind of easy for people to just show up and go through the motions every day. And I think they've done it so much that, frankly, people don't even know what excellence looks like. Uh, they don't even know what it's like to really work hard and attain a specific result. And the thing that bothers me the most is that more and more companies are so focused on themselves and their own little internal politics and their own little internal uh, goings-on that they completely forget about the customer. What customer? I mean, we got a lot of customers. Do we prioritize one over the other? Well, sometimes you better because sometimes those key customers are the ones that got you to where you are. And my question to you is, who's taking care of them? If your team is not taking care of them, Guess what? Nobody is. And you have to be aware of these things if you're the manager so that you can fight complacency and you really and truly 
begin to uh, uh, make sure that outstanding results are delivered every single day. Now, let's come back to micromanager, though, because people will say, well, I don't want to be a micromanager. I, I mean, good Lord, I've had guys like that uh, that I work for, and these people are real jerks. They don't care about anybody. Well, here's, here's a key thing for you to really start to honestly understand. The difference between a micromanager and a person that just wants outstanding results and wants to be the best is what kind of values component do they have? Now, values is, is a very important concept because somebody's values really dictates in many ways what actions they take, whether at work or at home. If you value outstanding, you're going to try to push yourself a little bit further. You're going to work a little bit harder. But if your values component is that, okay, I've got to this level and I'm good, I'm coasting the rest of the way, then I'll tell you, you got a problem in it. The more people you have like that in your company, the harder it is to deliver results for your customers. But when it comes to a manager, the values component that I'm specifically referring to is ask yourself this question. If the person you think is micromanaging, is it really about them making themselves look good? In other words, are all their actions so that they, the manager, looks good? Or are the actions that they're taking about the team? It's the difference maker whenever you start evaluating whether you're a jerk or you're just a strong leader. Because what happens if you value the results of the team, it makes all the difference in the world in how you communicate with others. Because everything is about we and us and our customer and them. It doesn't become about me. In other words, here's how it would sound. If I'm a micromanager and I'm being a jerk, uh, what it's going to do is I'm going to go to somebody and I'm going to tell them, hey, you got to get this right because you are making me look bad. Okay, when you start talking about making you look bad, then people are immediately going to think, oh, what a jerk. It's always about them. They don't ever think about me. They don't ever care about my needs or what I want. But if you communicated with that same person and you told them that how their contribution was actually affecting the results of the entire team, we need you to pick it up because all of us are sitting here being judged by our customer and what we deliver. It makes all the difference. You're being forceful, agreed, you're still being forceful, but the difference is that you're not pointing uh, the, the finger at somebody and saying, you suck, you're not delivering, you are the problem, you are why I can't do what I need to do. It's that values component of other people that makes all the difference in how we communicate. And so you need to really uh, consider the fact that all of us need practice in talking about us and we and them. It makes so much difference if we can actually incorporate that into our language. But I admit that it's difficult to do, especially if you've had a team member that has driven you nuts for 
uh, days and weeks and months and you've done everything in the world you can to coach them up to make them successful and they still are acting like they have no clue as to what's going on I get that and my advice to you at that point is that when you've done everything that you can do and you are still put in a position where you're having to control every single component of what they do, you may need to replace that team member. And that is a tough, tough thing for people to do because people keep thinking, well, sooner or later they're gonna get it. And But if you've been diligent about incorporating all of your actions and terming them in we and us and what about our customer and you've talked about it in those terms and you're not getting through, then there's a bigger problem and I think you have to have those honest and frank discussions with not only individuals but also your team because your job as a manager is not let your team fail. You see uh, the military gets this very well when when they train uh, leaders of platoons they know uh, that their main responsibility is to deliver their team home safely they're supposed to accomplish their mission, but they want to accomplish their mission as a unit. They don't want to leave people behind. And that values that a person has makes the difference in whether or not you're going to make decisions that will actually benefit the entire team. And we have become a, a bunch uh, of complacent milk toast managers uh, in, in the world. We are so focused on political correctness and how do we say it perfectly that we totally forget about the results that are required. And I, that is not healthy for the company and it's certainly not healthy for your career. If you ever forget that your job as a manager is to deliver results, then I promise you it will soon come a time where you're going to be fired. You have to deliver results. Results are what moves the company forward and it's what moves you forward. Never forget that you as a manager, you as a leader is to get the desired result. And you have to be very clear about that re desired result. And if you are clear, then yes, there are going to be times when it appears that you're micromanaging, but it's because you have to convey the proper attention to details in order to deliver a superior results. Uh, you have to have everyone do their job. And unfortunately, people don't want to do their job because they want to slide by and they want to do as little as possible because, hey, uh, that's just what the game is uh, in the world today. I mean, crap, we'd rather go play table tennis or some other stupid waste of time than delivering a result for a customer. And I got to tell you, it's, you're, you're crippling your company and you're crippling your relationships with customers when you're so focused on all that silly stuff that everybody wants to, to say, well, this is what makes our company better. No, it's not. There's only one thing that will make your company outstanding. And that is that you deliver outstanding results to your customers every single day. That's the one, the only thing that's going to make your company outstanding. Everything else is just extra stuff. Whether you have a great big cafeteria with food brought in every day, or you're playing games, or you're doing all this other silly crap, 
I got to tell you, you, it doesn't take long in that environment to everybody to forget about the old customer who's writing the check to pay for all that stuff. So you as a manager better make sure that you understand exactly what you have to do in order to deliver results. Now, I'm perfectly aware in this politically correct world that we live in that people don't know how to really even go about taking perfect uh, actions that will deliver outstanding results. So I'm going to give you six tips uh, that will help you learn how to, to micromanage when it's appropriate and to deliver those results. Here's number one. Number one is that you've got to honestly evaluate the situation that you find yourself and your team in. If you guys are in, tr in danger of delivering a poor result, you need to know what that uh, danger is. You need to identify it e exactly, not approximately exactly. You need to know exactly what you've got to deliver, when you've got to deliver, and how you've got to deliver it in order to be outstanding. And now if you're going to do that, then you got to evaluate that situation honestly. You cannot pull punches. You can't be politically correct. That's step one. Step two is that if anything is less than outstanding is acceptable, in other words, if it's okay for you not to be acceptable, okay, then don't take an action. But if your results have to be outstanding, if that is the acceptable result, then you have to be able to outline and list and bullet point the actions that are going to be taken in order for you to deliver that outstanding result. Too many managers, too many leaders really don't even know what the actions are that they need to take in order to move to the next step and deliver an outstanding product to their service, to their customer. You've got to know what those actions are. That's number two. Number three is that once you've listed those actions, you've got to be very clear about the actions that are needed meaning that the actions by each team member. What team member needs to do what? When do they need to do it? How do they need to do it? And what's going to be the review process to make sure that what they're delivering works for the overall whole? If you do that, you're already well on your way to delivering an outstanding result. The fourth step is that you got to be clear about the specific outcomes that come from delivering an outstanding product. So many people that are working today honestly don't even understand the outcomes of what they're providing to a customer. They, they are so focused on their own little piece of the widget, they don't know how a customer actually uses that product in order to make money themselves. Because after all, if they don't need your product if it's not helping them do their job. So whatever product and service that you're, you are delivering, you got to make sure your own people understand the specific outcomes that they are delivering for their customers. Remember my example. If you send people to the space, you miscalculate, they miss their target, and they die. The simple fact is businesses die as well because they forget to deliver that outcome that the customer needed 
and the customer says, well, what the heck am I paying for this for? Because it does not give me what I needed. And at that point, they immediately cut off the check. They don't pay it anymore and they're done with you and your company. And that cannot happen if you want your team to be outstanding. That's step four, clear about specific outcomes. Step five is that while you're going about taking charge and, and being a person that's really outlining specific actions, you're reviewing them, you're targeting that these things are happening, you've got to complement the individuals that are su successfully progressing to the team goal. You've got to complement them public on the team. You've got to show them that you respect the extra effort that they're giving in order to deliver that outstanding result. If you overlook it, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're just bullying people at that point, and that's silly because nobody likes that. I mean, I promise you, it's just not going to help you. So compliment successful progression. For those that are not progressing successfully, help guide the way. Get involved, help them understand what they need to do in order to get to outstanding. You're going to show people that you respect them and their abilities when you do that. And then step six, the, the key uh, tip I want to give you is never belittle others. You know, belittling others means that you're trying to make somebody else feel small. You're, you're, you're basically targeting them and telling them they're stupid, they're lazy, they're incompetent. Now, they may be some of those. I get it. They may be some of those, but it's your fault if they're on your team. They should have been interviewed much better so that you knew you weren't getting somebody that had those traits. But if you, the fact is most people are not like that. They don't come to work saying, you know, gosh, I'm going to be as lazy as I can. Uh, just so that I can avoid as much work as I can. I'm going to take a check as long as I can. That's not how people go to work. People go to work because they want to work in a fun and exciting environment. They want work to be less than drudgery. And that you, as the manager, the leader, can make it much less than drudgery. You can make it exciting because you can show how every person's outstanding efforts is creating an outstanding result by the team. So belittling is never acceptable because belittling can easily go into bullying. And at that point, uh, you're going to be replaced as a leader of any group because nobody likes that. I, I tell others that belittling others is the short bridge from boss to asshole. Uh, don't let it happen to you. Don't belittle others. Uh, everybody has their strengths. Your job as a manager is to understand what their strengths are, leverage their strengths, and help them deliver the outcome that the team needs. But they may not see what that, how they affect the outcome of the team. That's one of the things that, that causes managers so much trouble is that they never really explain to a team member how their specific results, their specific contributions are affecting others on the team. It always affects somebody. It either affects another team member, it affects the company, or 
even the worst case scenario is that their lack of results are affecting what's delivered to the customer. And if that happens too much, the company's revenue stream dies up or dries up and the company eventually will suffer. So I hope that you will listen to this. Really think about it because I think we live in a time where complacency and political correctness has made us not understand how there are times whenever we do have to be forceful. We do have to be a very specific leader. And some would call that micromanagement, but it's not micromanagement whenever you approach it with the right attitude, the right outcomes, the right actions, and the right follow-up. Thanks for listening. I hope this is helpful to you. I'd love to hear your comments. Thanks for listening to uh, me discuss uh, how to micromanage appropriately today. I hope it's helped you a lot. If uh, you really want more and you want to know how to really become a great manager, how to become a great leader, then go to Mojo University and sign up today and get started. I promise you it makes a difference. I hear it every day. So go sign up, learn what it's like really to lead so that others will follow. Have a great day.